Hello, and welcome to another episode of My Backstage Pass. This is your host, Lee Zimmerman, and I'm here with my producer, co-host, and very good buddy, Billy Hubbard. And today, we are excited to have Mr. Ellis Paul as our guest. Ellis, welcome to My Backstage Pass. It's great to speak with you. It's nice to have some time together here, Lee. Thank you so much. Yes. I mean, I uh, when was it? Maybe three weeks ago, we were on uh, the tour of Ireland. You were the musical host and guide. And uh, I'll be honest, Alice, I'm surprised you still want to talk to me after uh, nine days in that bus and me <laughs> being so uh, silly and superfluous. But thank you for putting up with me with that. Uh, oh, it was a pleasure. You're a great hang. Enjoyed it. <laughs> That was a that was a, a a great tour. I guess you do those tours what uh, every six months because I know you're going back in the spring to do another, right? Yeah, I tend to do one a year. Oh, okay, um, all right. And I, and I love going back. It's 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 a working vacation for me, and I love Ireland, so it's yeah. it's just it's just it's just it's been great. Yeah, um, you know, I don't want to jump ahead, but for any of those people that might be interested in doing the tour with Alice. It's a, it's a great time. And Alice, your, your music just put us in the mood. I'll never forget when we were um, at that gravesite and uh, the headstones and you um, and your, uh, your pal Rad did Circle Game by Joni Mitchell. And it was a moment to be remembered. It was just remarkable. So, uh, oh, thanks for that. Yeah, no, I mean, and that—that's the thing, Alice. That's the thing about your music. Um, you, it really reflects your your personality. There, there's a common bond there that just literally breaks down the barriers between you as the artist and your audience. I mean, I remember you playing, and you come over, and you look at the folks in the crowd you look at them in the eye and and you make that that contact and uh that's uh that's a unique talent and I, i'm wondering how you um you know how you came upon that way of, of performing how you decided to 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 make that intimate sort of contact with folks i mean is that part of your your musical upbringing apparently well, you know, I've been used to playing in small venues where, uh, you know, it forces the music to be conversational and I treat it like that. So, you know, I, I feel like I'm just sitting among friends, just telling them my story. And, uh, you know, it's not like I'm uh, playing 10,000 seaters and running around with my using my arms in order to convey <laughs> information and, and like Bono does or something. Um, so, yeah, it's it's you know, if the environment is right, if it's a listening room, which is generally what I play, um, there's eye contact and conversation kind of flowing back and forth between the audience and I. And, uh, so it's, it's, it's been, it's been a nice run. I, you know, I'm, I'm really lucky to have had the career that I've had. You, you've been doing this for what? I mean, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, at least 30 years, right? You oh, were, yeah. Yeah, and you came uh, of age, so to speak, in the uh, New England folk scene and some of the uh, storied clubs up in Boston. So 
initially you were, you know, a, a folky, I guess, at heart, right? I mean, that's sort of your roots, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. I think that's uh, that's there in that presentation, as you were speaking of earlier. It's uh, even though there are some other music forms that inform what I write about and the presentation. There's rock elements and country elements and pop elements in what I do. Um, it's that communication thing that makes it folky and and personal and uh, storytelling and uh, so yeah, there's there's a little bit of everything in what I do because that's the environment I grew up with was surrounded by all, all sorts of music and uh, all of that plays into how I I write my own. You've uh, recorded what like I guess I was counting like twenty two albums thus far in yeah. your career. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, twenty two. It's a lot of songs. <laughs> yeah, a lot of songs, quite a catalog. And your your recent album, 55, is just what a wonderful, wonderful album that is. Um, boy, you, you just, you, you keep, you, you get to a point where people think, or I think, your fans think, God, could he be any better? And then you come out with a new album like that. And it's just peak after peak. I mean, it's remarkable. No, it is. I don't want to, you know, I don't want you to get nervous when you start your new project. Can I live up to the standard? But obviously, you've set a standard, and uh, it, it really sets you apart in, in the world of singers and songwriters, what you do, Alice. It's uh, a, a great gift that you share with with us um, wonderful well, thing. thank you lee and i and i i am trying to better myself with every with every album so i'm, I'm glad it's reading that way from your end because it's certainly being designed that way on mine so um yeah i just want to keep on getting better there's no there's no such thing as a plateau so is that um at the uh forefront when you when you start a new project do you think, well, that last album was pretty damn good. I've got to, I've got to reach that bar and exceed it. I mean, is your past more or less, uh, you know, ever present in what you do as far as the present and the future? Well, I, I kind of think about like, what haven't I done yet? Like what, what kind of, so as I'm listening to music that I love, like, for example, I just, I played uh, bridge over troubled water. Oh. For my daughter, who's 16. Yeah. And, you know, I hadn't heard it in years. And um, so, I, you know, she had never heard it at all. So it was this beautiful moment of, of me playing this song for her. You know, she plays me one, I play her one. And she loved it. And, of course, I loved it. And I was thinking as it was going on how it just ascends and ascends and ascends. And, and Art Garfunkel is doing these courses that are, um, rather than falling down towards the end of the song, they're actually rising and, and he's lifting his voice into another melody level. And I'm thinking, I've never done that. That's that's something I need to explore and see if I can do that, where where the chorus becomes more and more intense and is in a higher range as the song continues. And, you know, I'm, I'm constantly looking for those things that I haven't tried, like modulating things on the guitar and mm -hmm. writing about things I've never written about and in a way I've never written and and using people that I love, like Paul Simon and David Bowie and Woody Guthrie and Joni Mitchell and all these people that are my heroes, like uh, looking at their stuff and saying, wow, they're doing that there. Have I done that? And, and can I do that? And 
is there anything I can learn uh, and incorporate into my music so people feel like there's evolution with every album? It's not just the same kind of Ellis Paul record time and time and time and time again. Not that there would be anything wrong with that, Ellis, because, um, you know, what I, what I love about your music, and I think I mentioned to this while we were traveling, but it's so affecting. And you write songs that actually reflect um, experiences in your life, like uh, that family get-together that you uh, sing about where well, they burn down the barn or something like that. It's actually pretty funny. But um, on the other hand, um, the song that you wrote uh, uh, and shared with your daughter about when your father passed away and she was asking yeah. where do people go and what happened. I mean, that is that is such a touching song. It's really hard not to walk away with, with tears in your eyes hearing that. It's just so beautiful. So the fact that you're able to, to capture these emotions, you know, just not only the uh, the funny things uh but also you know these moments in life uh that are really so affecting that's a wonderful ability i mean how how did you how were you able to come up with that ability to kind of eclipse those personal feelings and put them into song i mean not everybody can do that well, it helps if you identify that moment in your in your memory and uh, just write what happens, um, what happened on that day and in that moment. And I mean, if you're literally moved, um, you know, maybe in the moment you couldn't put words to it, uh, but maybe 20 years down the road, you actually can. Um, so. Are you spending uh, a lot of time on the road these days? I know we're speaking to you. You're in California. So are you doing a yeah, lot of touring? I'm, yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to do uh, much more touring now that COVID is kind of starting to fade. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I think probably for the rest of the year, I've got 10 tours per month kind of on the docket. And uh, and if I'm not touring in a month, I'm, I'm doing other things, working online working on building some other things, song, song projects and getting ready for the next, the next. And, and you're going to be um, appearing at uh, NERFA, the Northeast uh, Regional Folk Alliance uh, confab coming up, aren't you? You're going to be there as well. Uh, that just went by. It was oh, last it weekend. It. Okay. Yeah, it was, it was excellent. We, uh, my, my, Dear friend Radislav Lorkovich, who's touring with me as a, a piano player, mm-hmm. uh, he and I we did a showcase, and I served on some panels and uh, led some song circles. And uh, it's, yeah, the state of folk music is in good hands. It's been it was really nice to see up and coming people who are really gifted, and uh, it's going to be fun to watch in the next 20, 30 years. And uh, I remember seeing you at uh, Surfa. Uh, the Southeast Regional Folk Alliance meeting in Chattanooga a few years ago. And uh, so so it's obvious that you're still very connected to the uh, so-called folk music scene these days. I mean, you haven't really, you haven't left your roots behind. That's still ingrained in you, right? 
Yeah, I'm still playing the same circuit I, I was on 30 years ago in a lot of the same clubs when I started. And um, and I'm part of the community, you know, I'm a, a community leader, I hope people think, and uh, try and give as many breaks to people who are coming up as I can, get, get them openers, take them on the road with me, and um, help them learn how to write better and sing better and perform better. Mm-hmm. And uh, your efforts have been acknowledged um i again i i lost count of all the awards and honors you've received ellis ball um and you've given uh, keynote speakers uh, speeches you've uh spoken at college graduations you've got honorary degrees i mean that's pretty impressive that's pretty impressive uh what you've accumulated there thus far you know it makes for a nice shelf at the end of your life to put those awards on. But uh, yeah, but, but the songs are the things that mean the most to me. They're, um, they've been really fun to write, and I feel like I got a lot more albums in me. When, uh, speaking of which, I mean, is there another record in the planning stages at this point in time? I know 55 is pretty recent, but... Regardless. Not quite yet. Um, I'm, I'm beginning this songwriting cycle, but I'm not, I don't have any, oh, you know, scaffolding put up, getting ready for the building of the next record yet. Um, I'm still just sort of aimlessly writing and I need a little bit of direction. And I think, uh, you know, after the year is over in the month of January, I plan on sitting down and focusing and creating some concrete game plan for, um, for books and posters and albums that are coming up well that's another thing you you write children's books right and you even got an award for one of the children's books from some parents council i mean it's pretty (laughs) pretty remarkable you're a renaissance man you know in that regard everything's uh you know sort of an idea or a story that's come out of my head so it, it all makes sense to me it might seem like i'm all over the place but um yeah they're all they're all interconnected. So, so when you were writing the children's books, was that spawned from the fact that that you know you have a daughter there, and uh, maybe you were looking for something that uh, would be appropriate, uh, you know, for your children, so to speak? I mean, was that it, or were you just wanting to continue your role as a storyteller? Uh, it was mainly be, uh, born out of having kids myself and recognizing, you know, that Woody Guthrie who was and Johnny Cash and Pete Seeger and all these all these guys that are considered the, the icons of the field all all did children's records at some point. So you know, I, I was like, "There's there's nothing wrong with me doing this," and I feel like it will. I can incorporate my kids into the project and have them sing on the records and um, be part of the book creating and. So yeah, I did a, few, a couple of children's records, a couple of children's books, and now that they're older, the the push there is a little bit less. But I I'd like to do a couple more before uh, before I give up on it. Mm-hmm. So I mean, but speaking of which, uh, you you mentioned that they sing. Um, is there a music career in their future? And if so, would you encourage it? Or would you discourage it, or would you just just lay hands off and say whatever you want? Well, I probably would end up encouraging whatever they choose. Um, 
a life in the arts isn't easy. So I would just let them know what the realities are as I see it. But I, I've been able to make a career in the arts, so I, I can't, I can't poo poo it, you know, because I'm right. a, a good example of how to make it. Uh, so, uh, you know, they can do whatever they'd like to do. I don't think music is going to be in their, their futures, but um, I think a life in the arts might be in both of their futures. Uh, my youngest daughter is an artist who paints and draws, and my oldest daughter is a writer. So I wouldn't be surprised if they both dabble in the arts, no matter what they're doing in the future creatively. Well, with just a, a cautionary uh, note, my friend. Um, my son is an artist, and he may become the epitome of the starving artist because it's, you know, I mean, re- realistically, you know, having talent and creativity is a wonderful thing, but finding a way to make a career and, and have some income is very important. And I will tell you that as a writer, it's, uh, yeah, we're using our sound effect board. Uh, the point is that it can be a little scary, you know, it's, sure, it's, of course. it's one thing to be talented and creative, but again, you know, finding the route to, uh, you know, bringing it all home, so to speak, is the, uh, I think, is the trick in, in, in these situations, too, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah, definitely. It's, it's hard. And they have, you know, AI is coming with its eyes on the arts oh, as well. Yeah. So um, who knows what's going to happen. Yeah. But speaking of uh, making it, I did see you had a very successful uh what you call it? GoFundMe. I saw. I was reading your some of your bio there. Wow, hundred k for one of your albums. I was. It sounds yeah. like that was the day everything changed, right? That's the name of your. Uh, I guess the album. You only need a thousand super fans that spend a hundred dollars a year on you, and you'll. you'll wow, make, you'll make six figures at least. Wow, that's pretty good. <laughs> well, I mean, when we were on the um, in the motor coach <laughs> in Ireland, there were like what two dozen of us, I think. And talk about getting up close and personal. What a remarkable experience that was um, to be, you know, in such intimate quarters there and really get to know one another. And uh, again, I have to, if I was annoying at any point there, Ellis, I, uh, I just felt so at ease, you know, in my mind, I'm thinking, Ellis is a good guy. We've run into each other a couple of times. I can just be stupid and silly. He won't mind. I hope you didn't. I hope you didn't. I, uh, oh, it was greatly. It was great to hang out with you and your wife and, uh, yeah, and see Ireland on top of that. I'm, Amazing. I, you know, there were some mornings there. I got to say, I'm not a morning person. We were up and about at nine o'clock and, uh, and and you were right there, and you always had a smile on your face. Where I was kind of cranky sometimes. That's that's early for me, and I'm thinking, <laughs> here's this rock yeah. star, and he's up and at him. I thought rock stars don't get up till noon, and there's <laughs> Ellis and Rad and raring to go. You know, it's pretty remarkable. Pretty remarkable. Oh, the audience. The audience is grateful too. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Well, we we want to we want to invite you to come to East Tennessee one of these days because 
Um, Billy has a venue which is called the Station. It's just it's a beautiful, intimate venue. We, we he, he can't open during the summer; it's too hot. During the winter, it's too cold. Not <laughs> yeah, climate it's control. It's kind of like a barn, yeah. But but it's <laughs> remarkable, and I, and I'm privileged enough, thanks to Billy, to be able to do. Um, every couple of weeks, uh, songs and stories where we have an artist come in and they play music and we talk kind of like the actor studio. So uh, I'm making a public uh, <laughs> invitation, a public plea. Right. I hope when you know, you're in these realms, East Tennessee, on your way to Nashville or wherever, you consider stopping by. We'd, we'd love to have you. We'd love to have uh, I'd you. I'd love to do it. Yeah, you got it. We'll make it happen. Good. Good, yeah, good. yeah. And, it, and it started out, you know, about 10 years or so ago, uh, uh, we were having just, uh, actually it was just a bunch of us musicians getting together and jamming. And then I guess that's how a lot of house shows start. People keep coming over and coming over. Next thing we know, we got to find a bigger place. So they, now, and now at this point, we have a built-in audience. We can only hold about 70. Uh, I mean, comfortably, we try to keep it about 75, but then, uh, you know, so we don't pack it out, but we have a built-in audience of a few thousand that have to fight for the seat. So yeah, no, he has an email <laughs> list, and uh, you're being very modest, uh, Billy, because on the whole, I mean, his his headline shows usually get yeah, we usually we, sell it out. My shows five do. minutes or so, yeah, yeah, well, we do, yeah, we very right. quickly. We just we had to start doing tickets too, just you know because it was getting getting crazy. <laughs> yeah, but it's the uh, it's success. So yeah. there's there's the invite. Uh, all right for you yeah, sir. Yeah. all right well listen alice it's it's been wonderful as always speaking with you if people want to find out more about you uh where should they go and for that matter if they're interested in doing that next tour of ireland with with you um do you have a a, a site for that as well or yeah. they can just go to the website uh it's ellispaul.com and they'll see the uh ad for the the trip to ireland that's happening uh, in the last couple of weeks of April of next year. So it's coming up pretty quickly and there are only a few seats left. So check into that. There'll be more in the future, but uh, the next one is in April and, and uh, everything that they need to know about Ellis Paul is right there at the website, www.ellispaul.com. Right. Great. Oh, cool. Well, listen, my friend, thank you so much for spending the time with us. Safe travels. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving. And uh, just a you know a happy holiday, man. Uh, um, it's it's truly uh, you give us a gift. Your music is a gift, and uh, we're thankful for that. Okay. Thanks, thanks, Lee. Thanks, Billy. Hey, thank you. You can hang around just another minute, and we'll tell you bye after we sign off. Big thanks to Ellis Paul and our host Lee Zimmerman. Check out Lee's new book, Thirty Years Behind the Glass. It's a great, great book about Jim Gaines. Some available on Amazon, so uh, you can get it. Please like, share, and subscribe to Mile Backstage Pass on your favorite platform. We'll see y'all next time. Happy trails. Happy trails. <laughs>